What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode 304 of the Logan's Lowdown podcast. I am your host, Logan Lewis, and it is good to be back with you all. A couple of things before we really get rocking here. Uh, number one, follow the show on Instagram at Logan's Lowdown. Uh, the second thing, if you like what you hear, send the show to one friend or family member that you go to the movies with, somebody you already enjoy talking about the fun and crazy entertainment world with. If you're interested in short-form video content where I rank and review movies, TV, video games, and more, hop over to the TikTok account and give it a follow, and that handle is at Logan's Lowdown. If you're new here to Logan's Lowdown, let me show you tell you how the show works. Most of the content is the weekly entertainment update format back that you know in love on the Binge Boys. Uh, these show follow this format. We do this very intro. Uh, we do a couple subtopics of news or conversation followed by one or two main topics. Usually a review, a trailer breakdown, a ranked list of some kind, etc., etc. There will be many other content forms on this feed, all of my experimental pods, my newsletter reading pods, and other forms that will one day come to fruition on this same feed. So without further ado, everybody, let's just jump right into it. Let's get rocking. Um, lots to talk about today. First up, we've got the uh, discussion that a lot of people are throwing around right now. And that is, can Netflix be bought? And this is an article over from FierceVideo.com. Rumors that Disney is considering an accusation of Netflix sent the SVOD providers stock price climbing. But the news may simplify or I'm sorry, it may simply be wishful thinking on the part of an analyst that have advocated a sale while Netflix shares are still hot. Netflix closed up 4.14% on Monday and continued to rise Tuesday after Market Watch articles citing chatter on Wall Street that Disney is, quote, on the prowl for another media asset and that Netflix is squarely in its sights. Naturally, neither company would comment on the rumor. However, there's plenty to be skeptical about. It's significant that the Wall Street Journal has not written a word about the rumor. Uh, analysts have been floating the idea that Netflix is a ripe acquisition target for a while now. Um, insiders say, I think they're going to run out of cash, citing uh, flagged subscriber numbers. Quote, we've argued that Netflix is a takeover target for one of the leading web providers, but in the last year we've made a case for Disney. Netflix is a global and established and proven platform and available on a plethora of devices. This would be a goldmine for Disney given its growing presence in online video and represents a great channel for distributing the slew of Disney content around the world. Furthermore, it offers plentiful opportunities to reach new audiences. MarketWatch itself was citing an R.W. Baird client note that Netflix has been the subject of, quote, recent M&A rumors. Meanwhile, other analysts have been quick to bring up the downside of an accusation by Disney. Quote, I think it's very much speculation. I don't think that Disney has really anything publicly that should make people assume that they're going to step up and do what so many other media companies have tried to do unsuccessfully, which is buy a big internet company. Said Barton Crockett, senior analyst at FBR Research to the street. 
Likewise, Cantor Fitzgerald's Yusef Squally believes Netflix will continue to grow, quote, on its own for several years. And Motley Fool's... Motley Fool's? That's a funny organization. Motley Fool's Rick Miranda's discount the rumor entirely, explaining why it made no sense. Being owned by Disney would make it harder for Netflix to acquire content from the media giant's competitors. Such as an acquisition will dilute Disney's earnings, and Netflix would be a really, really expensive buy if it's on the block at all. So, uh, this rumor's been floating around here for a while. I wanted to bring it up here and just make you aware that it is a possibility, but I, I don't think this will happen. I don't think Disney needs to buy Netflix. I don't think... Um, I don't think that they're gonna win by buying Netflix. I don't I don't know what, what it would do for them. So, um... Be on the lookout, though. You never know what could happen. Uh, Netflix has been tanking for the past couple years with their subscriber loss and their new features implementations uh, that that people aren't crazy about, like password sharing crackdowns and ad tiers and all that kind of stuff. So we will see. Next up, we've got uh, a lot of DC stuff. DC rumors have been flying all around the Twitter sphere this week, and it's uh, and there's some truth to it. There's some not. Let's take a look at this article that we've got from Deadline. Uh, this uh, ha- this article came out on uh, Tuesday because uh, this is when these uh, rumors were really flying around there. Wednesday's DC, I'm sorry, Wednesday is when it came out. Wednesday's DC chaos of the unplugging of Patty Jenkins' Wonder version of Wonder Woman 3 coupled with rampant rumors of the studio's new co-heads James Gunn and Peter Safran turning the comic book label upside down uh, sans a Henry Cavill Man of Steel 2 and possible recasting for many of the big superhero roles that have left town with a bad case of PTSD. So what they're referring to is the fact that I believe on Wednesday uh, it was not announced, but heavily rumored that Wonder Woman 3 has been canceled. Patty Jenkins, of course, being the director of the first two, apparently had creative differences over the movie with Warner Brothers at the time, but completely uh, Wonder Woman 3 was scrapped altogether by the new um, James Gunn uh, leadership. Now, we don't know this for a fact, but we do know... Um, that these are heavily implied and, and heavily rumored. So that's crazy. But as soon as that story came out, I guess some side rumors started popping out that Black Adam is not going to be getting a sequel because of its financial uh, disaster, I suppose, at the box office. Also, rumors coming through that Henry Cavill isn't actually going to be Superman going forward and that they're canceling Man of Steel 2 and that the... Uh, uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran duo plan to destroy the Snyderverse, meaning basically taking anything that existed within the Snyderverse, Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, Ben Affleck's Batman, etc., etc., are just going to be gone. Completely rebooted, recasted, dunzo. Another rumor that came through is that Aquaman 2, the film that comes out next Christmas, is going to be the last in the franchise, the last Aquaman movie before the character gets recasted. Um, all of these rumors throwing out there, uh, popping out there. It's, um, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Uh, 
But James Gunn decided to address these rumors on Twitter the other day. So let's get into his response. So, as for the story yesterday in The Hollywood Reporter, some of it is true, some of it is half true, some of it is not true, and some of it we have have not decided yet whether it's true or not. Although this first month at DC has been fruitful, building the next 10 years of story takes time and we're still just beginning. Peter and I chose to helm DC Studios knowing we were coming into a fractious environment, both in stories being told and the audience itself, and there would be an unavoidable transitional period as we moved into telling a cohesive story across film, TV, animation, and gaming. But in the end, the drawbacks of that transitional period were dwarfed by the creative possibilities and the opportunity to build upon what has worked in DC so far and to help rectify what has not. We know we are not going to make every single person happy every step of the way, but we can promise everything we do is done in the service of the story in all capitals and in the service of the DC characters we know you cherish and we have cherished our whole lives. As for more answers about the future of the DCU, I will sadly have to ask that you wait. We are giving these characters and stories the time and attention they deserve, and we ourselves still have a lot more questions to ask and answer. So that was James Gunn tackling the uh, rumors that are happening. So he said some of it is true, some of it isn't true, and some of it they haven't decided if it's true or not. So we will see over time what he is talking about exactly um i'm very excited to see what comes to fruition here okay another review this is our first review of the week and that review is wednesday season one wednesday season one is available on netflix it is uh created by my computer just total transparency is just glitching out and lagging and it's just doing everything I'd love it for it to do while recording created by Alfred Go and Miles Miller um, and it stars uh, Jenna Ortega playing Wednesday Adams Gwendolyn Christie playing principal Larissa Weems Ricky Lindholm playing Dr. Valerie Kimbot Jamie McShane playing Sheriff Galpin Hunter Duha Hunter Duhon playing Tyler and several, several, several more storyline here follows Wednesday follows Wednesday Adams years as a student when she attempts to master her emerging psychic ability thwart and solve the mystery that embroiled her parents. So this is an eight episode series. It released um, just a couple weeks back on Netflix and I had a fantastic time watching this show. I was begged by a good friend and co-host of uh, Guys on Tap, Matthew, to really check out the show and really watch the show. Um, he really hammered it in that it's good. It's, it's it's wildly entertaining from start to finish. And he said that you, you got to watch the show. Plain and simple. You got to watch the show. And I watched the show, and at first I was like, give me a break. This is going to be mid at best. It's going to be fine. I Personally, I never really cared for the Adams Family show, like the classic. 
So this show really didn't mean anything to me. But upon watching it and getting attached to the characters and the story that was here, um, it was a banger, man. This was an absolute banger of a show. Uh, Eight episodes, 45 minutes a piece ish, maybe 50 minutes max. Um, but man, what a show. It's just riveting. It's, 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 it, it combines mystery and comedy and drama and it's, it's very good. I'm very impressed. It took me by complete surprise and I can't wait to see more. I I think I heard something saying how it won't be, um, it won't be in our grasp until early 2024. So with that said, uh, yeah, we, we need more Wednesday. I don't want to spoil the show because it's still pretty fresh. I don't want to get into spoiler territory, but it's pretty damn awesome. It's pretty damn awesome. And I highly recommend you watch it. It is available on Netflix and it's again, eight episodes. You could get through it in a couple of days if you really wanted to binge it or just one day. If you really had nothing going on, um, it's, it's very much so worth it. I, I, I couldn't recommend it more. It's going to end up being one of my favorite shows of the year. And with that said, I am going to land right on a 95 out of a hundred. I really enjoyed Wednesday. Um, and it may, maybe because it took me by surprise. I didn't really have expectations for it. I honestly remember when the trailer dropped, I was like, really, we're going to do this, an Adams family show. Um, but it did not disappoint. So with that said, let's get into the second review of the episode. And that would be a Christmas story Christmas. Now, Christmas story Christmas. This movie uh, is about Ralphie coming home. Ralphie is now all grown up and must deal with Christmas and all that comes with it as a dad. So this is a sequel that releases 40 years after the original Christmas story. You know the movie. You know it. It plays on loop. Uh, every single Christmas on like TBS, CBS, whatever channel it is, it plays on loop all damn day and it's annoying as hell. And I'll be completely transparent with you guys. I don't love a Christmas story at all. I do not love the original. I think it's very annoying. It's not funny. It doesn't bring me joy to watch at all. Um, it's one of my least favorite Christmas movies. In fact, um, I know that's very controversial. I know that that's a very unpopular opinion. But the movie just doesn't do anything for me. It, it, it's just a dud, in my opinion. However, this movie stars much of the original cast back. We've got uh, Peter Billingsley, 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 Billingsley. We got Peter playing Ralphie. He's back. We've got Scott uh, Schwartz playing Flick. R.D. Rob as Schwartz. Uh, Zach Ward as Scott Farkas. Uh, Julie Haggerty as Mrs. Parker and uh, several other randoms. A lot of the original cast is back. We've also got uh, Aaron Hayes playing Sandy Parker, the wife of uh, the wife of Ralphie. And yeah, so this movie uh, is about uh, Ralphie as an adult. He goes back home to visit his parents for Christmas and now he's the dad. He is in charge of giving his kids a good Christmas. And you know what, man, I am not a fan of the original film. In fact, I quite hate it. 
so you can expect that I watched this one just for shits and giggles. Hopefully it was good, whatever. However, I was very much so surprised about how enjoyable it was. The original cast members returning did great in their roles. It's like no time had passed. The plot was basic, yet it was still pretty good. There's a lot of heart here, and I think that if you enjoyed the original, you will really enjoy this sequel. Um, this isn't going to be in a top uh, a top 10 list of the year by any means. However, I did land right around a 78 out of 100. Um, the movie is pretty entertaining. Uh, Ralphie as an adult is much more enjoyable as Ralphie than a kid or much more enjoyable than Ralphie as a kid. But I had a lot of fun with it, man. I mean, there's, there's a lot of really fun comedy here. Uh, there's a narration, of course, narrated by Ralphie. Um, and you know what? I, I, I really enjoy this. It's, it's fun. It's, it's a good sequel. Um, I will probably watch this going forward. Um, I can see myself easily flipping this back on. Is it an absolute banger of a movie? No, but it's also not trash at all. It's it's actually pretty damn good. So I, uh, I highly recommend it. I highly recommend it. So if you like A Christmas Story, if you like your shoot you, your eye out kid, if you like all that, then A Christmas Story Christmas is the episode for you, or I'm sorry, the movie for you. Check it out on HBO Max. It is streaming. It's about an hour and 45 minutes, so it's a nice, quick little movie. Uh, flip it on with your, your family um, and enjoy some hot cocoa and, and watch the movie. So uh, very funny, very surprising. Um, I couldn't be ha- more happy because, honestly, I was dreading watching it, but within about 20 minutes, I was like, okay, this is good. I'm liking this. So, uh, so if you're like me and you hated the original um, give this one a shot. And if you love the original, uh, I think you'll think this is a worthy sequel. Um, a lot of payoff, lots of laughs, and uh, yeah, very enjoyable. Our last review of the day, we are going to be discussing uh, Pinocchio. And I'm sure you're wondering, Logan, Pinocchio came out six months ago. Um, yeah, you're right. Pinocchio did come out six months ago. But they released another Pinocchio movie. This one is on Netflix. It's directed by Guillermo del Toro. Um, Story here is we have, during the rise of fascism in Mussolini's Italy, a wooden boy brought magically to life struggles to live up to his father's expectations. This film stars Gregory Mann as Pinocchio, Ewan McGregor as Jiminy Cricket, David Bradley as Geppetto, Christoph Waltz as Count Volpe, uh, Ron Perlman, Finn Wolfhart, Kate Blanchett, John Turturro, Tom Kenny. There's a lot of people in this movie. And um, you know what? It was just mid. I, I, I keep on seeing that there is a lot of people here. Uh, there's there's a lot of people here that, that really think that this is fantastic. In fact, um, 
one of the guys I follow, uh, TikToker I follow, and I follow him on Letterboxd. His name's George. I'm sure you've seen him if you like film TikTok. He says, a beautifully animated retelling of a classic tale. Del Toro expands on much of the familiar lore here and couples it with mature themes that make this Pinocchio an oddly haunting yet deeply moving and heartwarming adaptation. Now, I agree with him on a certain extent, but at the same time, this is the same movie that you and I have seen three or four times now. We got the classic Disney movie. We got the live action retelling Disney movie this year. And now we've got this. It's the same movie at its core. A man loses his son. So guess what he does? He makes a wooden boy. That wooden boy comes to life. That wooden boy is used for profit and exploitation. And then the boy has to reunite with his father and, uh, they live happily ever after. It's the same movie. However, the animation style here is incredible. It's like that claymation kind of look and feel to it. Uh, the animation is very eye-popping and very beautiful to look at. Um, another pro I found here was the cast. Like I said, there's like seven or eight stellar actors and actresses in this movie. Um, and I do like that they kind of go about a lot of things in a darker tone. This movie is a little dark. I'd still say it's family friendly, but at the same time, there's still a lot here that's a little, I don't want to say scary, but it, there's a, a lot more mature themes. Like George said in his review, uh, that there's a lot more mature themes that will, um, I, like I said, I don't want to say it scare. It'll scare your kids, but it's, it's not all fun and happy and laughter and games and, and in sunshines and rainbows, the whole movie. Um, there are some musical numbers that I did like. Um, the singing was good. Um, However, the movie, the only real thing that bogged it down a little bit more for me than it might others is just the fact that the movie's too damn long. It's two hours, and this movie needed to be an hour in 20 minutes. It's, it's really nothing. No, no reason for this movie to be so long, um, but it is, and you know what? It's fine, but it's just at the same time, it's just like, come on, we've seen this movie before. Let's go. Let's keep this moving. Come on. And... There's a chunk in the middle of the movie that just kind of just kind of fizzles out and, and it gets a little a uh, little less interesting. And, you know, it that's fine. But at the same time, for a movie that we've seen a dozen times, there's not really you don't have to go all out and, and be crazy new and, and stuff. I respect Del Toro's drive to be something new. However, uh, it's, it's really not necessary. It's, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, if, if you like Pinocchio, I would check this out. If you need a new movie to watch on Netflix, you could check it out. I give it a 75 out of a hundred, three stars. Um, nothing crazy. Um, but, uh, but you know, it, it's, it's worth a watch. It's not trash by any means. It's a well-made film. It's just, it's just not for me. I just don't think I need to see another Pinocchio movie for a very, very long time. So guys, that will wrap it up for this week's episode. If you have thoughts on DC, on Pinocchio, on a Christmas story, on Disney buying Netflix on Wednesday, feel free to follow the show on social media and start the conversation. Follow us on Instagram at Logan's Lowdown and me personally at Logan Lewis 96. If you feel any desire to do so. Speaking of desire, if you have any more left and you want to follow me on Twitter, you can do that also at Logan's Lowdown. Uh, 
Like I said at the beginning, if you like short form video content, you can follow my channel on TikTok at Logan's Lowdown. If you like the content I put out and you want more, there is always going to be more. I do another weekly podcast with my two very good friends, Jordan and Matthew, which is called Guys on Tap. We discuss everything under the sun while having a cold drink, and it is a ton of fun. The show is available anywhere you listen to this podcast as well, and those handles for Instagram and TikTok are also Guys on Tap. If you like written content, I do a bi-weekly newsletter entitled, you guessed it, Logan's Lowdown, where I write about all things me. I talk about my personal life, I give movie reviews, streaming recommendations, what I've watched lately, comics, Catherine's Corner, best meals I've had recently, rankings, and more. Check it out for free. That's the best part. It's free. Go to loganlewis.substack.com to read and subscribe, and that newsletter drops every other Wednesday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And like I said at the top, make sure to send this podcast to one TV and movie-loving person just like yourself. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye.